0: Welcome back to another episode of Lauren Speaks, the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Speaks, and I can't wait to dive into our topic today. You know, each generation is so quick to reject the wisdom of the previous generation and assert their era as the one with all the most relevant innovation Knowledge and understanding, blindly applauding our every step away from the past, regardless as to where those steps are leading us. As I grew up, I began to have a greater awareness for the modern day world that surrounded my peers and I, and the contrasts I've observed from one era to the next are nothing short of frightening. Though more archaic eras were faced with many blatant challenges, it was yet an era filled with people of strength and resilience. A durable people who understood long-term vision and knew how to surrender their comfort today for the hope of tomorrow. We admire the memory of these people and what used to be a better day in the world, yet we forget what made them so beautiful. It was their principles. How has the world changed from what it used to be to what it is now? How have people become so weak? We swear we're rebels, we swear we're radical advocates of social change, but in all actuality, we are the most submissive to society's plans and we don't even realize it. Millennials want to know and understand the world around them because nothing feels real around them. We wanna feel a part of something, something greater than ourselves, to experience an inclusive and rewarding sense of social contribution, to have a hand in molding the culture and society that we live in. Just as generations pass, we want to assume that social responsibility, so we find ourselves taking up bumper stickers and t-shirts for every single cause out of trend without even understanding the detrimental impact of the stand we're taking. Many of us have an emotionally charged opinion on issues that we don't even understand the derivative of. And the issue lies in the fact that we don't come from the same world as more archaic generations. We weren't raised with the same understanding, the same principles, the same moral fiber. So we're simply imitating our impressions of what we find empowering without understanding the weight of what we're carrying. And the problem is... When you don't get a healthy and fully formed understanding of the past, you are bound to become destructive to the very thing you're trying to save because you have not allowed yourself to understand how we have arrived at the place we're in. Have you all noticed how sensual everything is? How vulgar everything has become just to get a point across? We call that empowerment. We call that freedom freedom of speech, and freedom of expression. But it's disturbing that it takes so much now for people to just be able to get in touch with how they feel. Everybody needs a t-shirt. Everybody needs a group of inclusion. Everybody needs a march. Everybody has a cause. But what are we advocating for? Half the time, we don't even know. But marching makes us feel nostalgic in a world that in some ways feels no more real than a movie set. It makes us feel like I'm making a difference. It makes us feel seen and heard. And you have groups now popping up from all over the place, taking platforms to be heard, but not to stir up truthful contemplative thought, but to invoke confusion on the masses. Why are people so restless? Why do we feel the need to join every fleeting trend? Our generation is restless Because we struggle to feel. We want to feel so bad, but the commerciality of our modern-day society has made us numb to basic reality, making it more difficult to feel and express the deeper things in life. Because everything from our gadgets to our worldview is rooted in convenience, so much so that it has placed us at a lesser advantage than those who have gone before us. We have handicapped ourselves with our own innovations. And with every new innovation, we lose more feeling, more awareness of reality, more respect for life, more common sense, and become more and more numb to all the things in life that matter most. And in order to feel anything anymore, we must chase a high. We have opened ourselves up to so much that the light has come out of our eyes. And in order to feel, we must go off to conquer the next most exhilarating concept our imaginations can dream up. Life has become a mere simulation from what it used to be. Generations past didn't need to ask questions like, what is the meaning of love? Because men worked and sacrifice with a mindset prepared to die for the honor of defending their families every day. People then understood love. Because life was so hard, everyone cherished how fragile of a gift it was, and they loved each other in the darkest of days. Think about the adversity of what it meant to be a minority in times past, not knowing if your husband would return home day after day because on any given day he could have been hanged, beaten, falsely accused, or threatened at any moment. In the hardship of living such a raw reality, there was no time for folly. Although no era of humanity has ever been perfect, the occurrences of drama were so much more far and few in between. There was no time for being petty. There was no time for obsessing about keeping up with your neighbor. There was no time for protesting the sex you were born and trying to defend yourself against nature and humanity as something else. Life was too real. And the problem today is life isn't real enough. When men were 20 then, they were 30, being bred to accept and understand the mantle of their manhood, able to be of a sound and sober mind, fully grasping the seriousness of life and what it meant to honor your word and be a leader. But when men are 20 now, they're 10, playing video games into their late 30s, neglecting their most important responsibilities that present them with any level of inconvenience, and living for style and trend on the tab of another while unemployed and not uncomfortable with that status. We can't make it through anything because we're not comfortable and we can't seem to fathom a lack of comfort in any given situation. This generation is not resilient. We understand modern concepts but reject truth and wisdom. And if you do that, then how smart are you really? We're not made of anything, just a compilation of quotes and mantras said by people who couldn't arrive to the bottom line in their own lives. You know, there was a time and a place that once existed that millennials will never know anything about. one of beauty and simplicity. So many parts of who I am were shaped by that beauty and has given me a fresh outlook and more introspective worldview. Now, you might say, Lauren Speaks, being a millennial, how do you know so much about nostalgia? Great question. Unsatisfied with what my era had to offer, I grew up curiously exploring the world of nostalgia for over a decade. Not much different than the person I am today, I've always been one to evade the mainstream and discover gems by always taking a road less traveled. Never one to wait for an okay from culture to dictate what my interests were supposed to be. Because when everyone my age was obsessed with Beyonce and Justin Bieber, I wished for nothing more than if I could have had the opportunity to have an introspective dialogue with Marvin Gaye on the state of our world. In my search for an era richer with substance, I realized that their rebellion was to uphold the truth, and our war now is to tear it down. Somewhere along the line, we adopted comfort as our guidance, and that is what has destroyed the world thus far. But this doesn't have to be the end of our story. Millennials, the only way for our world to be redeemed back to the glory of better days lies in the moment we begin to love truth more than comfort. Then and only then can the beauty of our world be restored. You have been listening to Lauren Speaks the Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in and I can't wait to talk to you again.